Hey, welcome to Through the Marketing Lens Podcast, your weekly fluff-free pod that's short and powerful so business owners like you can get access to the tools and strategies that will actually move you forward. If you want growth, you are definitely in the right place. Oh, hello there, and welcome to today's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. This is the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs on the rise. I am Katrina Aronson. I am your host and marketing strategist, and welcome back for season four. We are kicking off season four today with a topic that is ever-present throughout every season of life, and that's imposter syndrome. And specifically, I want to talk about moving past it. So what are some practical tools and tips so you can move beyond that thing that might be holding you back? And maybe you don't even know if it's holding you back. This is really about identifying it, touching it, really understanding it, and then what can we do to go beyond it? Before we dive into it, I just want to say thank you so much for listening with me for all the seasons. And for being on this journey with me, if you're new here, thank you for joining for the first time. I started this podcast uh, back in 2020, and now we are here. I can't believe it. It's 2024, and we took nearly a year off from recording, so I am pumped to be back behind the microphone and really feeling so refreshed and inspired again. You know, sometimes you need to take that break to really get your mojo back. And I gave myself the permission to do it and really lean into when I did feel inspired. And I will talk about more about that later in this season. So thanks again for being here. And as always, I like to get right into the topic and not waste any time because I know you are a busy bee. So let's go. We can talk about imposter syndrome in a lot of different ways. I think this day and age, the way we as business owners are expected to show up is so different than just 10 years ago, right? Suddenly we have to be content creators. We have to show our faces on video. We have to be good writers. We have to potentially be speaking on stages. And even if you're not doing these things right now, We might see that as we're kind of getting our business off the ground and that in itself might be paralyzing, right? So that nagging feeling that is imposter syndrome, that no matter what you have actually accomplished, you always have these feelings, these voices in the back of your mind that are like, you know, you're about to be exposed at all times, which is a crazy feeling, but it is more common then you might think, especially around high achieving women. So that is interesting within itself. Um, We're going to talk about that today. We're going to understand it. And most importantly, I want to talk about in this episode, how you can move beyond imposter syndrome. And part of that is in understanding it. There's a study that came out from KPMG that found that 75% of high-achieving executive women report having experienced imposter syndrome at various points in their career, 75% of women. So I think it's probably pretty even higher than that, frankly. I think that most women 
just experience it if they are putting themselves out there. I always find it really comforting too. We have lots of quotes and books about this. If you haven't read Lean In, um, Tina Fey talks about her own experiences with imposter syndrome. And um, I love the idea of normalizing this so that we can just move beyond it. There is a quote from Maya Angelou. She is, if you don't know who Maya Angelou is, you must be living under a rock. But she is uh, an American poet, a memoirist, and a civil rights activist. And she once said, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, "Uh uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I have run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. And this is someone who is obviously very accomplished. So even the best of the best have the same exact doubts as you and me. So let's talk about overcoming it and and you can overcome it. And that's really what today is all about. So I'm going to give you five different tools that are all about overcoming imposter syndrome and specifically taking action in your business, no matter what is holding you back. It doesn't mean those voices are going to totally go away. This is about how to handle them and function highly anyway. Okay, so tip tool number one is really understanding what the heck imposter syndrome is. We're always going to be able to do better if we understand what is actually going on within us. You're not having like weird thoughts, right? These are really normal thoughts. So what is going on? You've probably heard people talking about playing it small, right? And that's very in line with how I think of imposter syndrome. They're both born of fear and they come out of parts of our brain or stories within our brain. The idea of this being a part of our brain trying to keep us small, which is true, is a simplification of complex neurological processes. And these processes are really designed to protect us within ourselves from harm, right? It's your, it's your brain's way of just trying to keep you exactly where you are in your life or your business or your relationship, because right now today you are alive and you are safe doing exactly what you are doing. But if you do something else that is bigger and scarier, your brain doesn't necessarily know that you will be safe. And that is really what your brain cares about, right? It's about survival. It's not about you getting the car of your dreams. Your brain's job, parts of your brain's job, is really to protect you. So Your imposter syndrome is actually just rooted in your brain trying to make sure that you don't do anything that's going to put you in danger. And you and I know that you posting a video is not actually putting you in danger, but your brain doesn't understand that because your brain hasn't evolved to the place where Instagram is a thing, okay? So you can actually be grateful for that part of you once you understand it, acknowledge it, and also know that that scary feeling that is creating the imposter syndrome to come up, you can be aware of it, thank it, 
and do the scary thing anyway. And there's going to be days that you can't push past it, but really understanding what it is, is the beginning to be able to move past it. Okay, moving on to this next tool. Constantly, this is number two, constantly educate yourself in your field. This seems obvious, right? But I don't mean just like randomly doing this or you happen to have time so you decide to listen to a podcast. No, this is about committing regularly to educating yourself so that you can constantly know more, right? We know that knowledge is tied to confidence. So instead of listening to music at the gym, maybe always listen to a book or to a podcast, really creating the space within the time you already have to be able to do this. I personally like to get certifications on a regular basis things that are really lighting me up within my business, ways that I can niche down even further. And that feels really aligned for me. Maybe that doesn't feel aligned for you, but I don't care if you are a photographer, an event planner, a copywriter, a lash artist, there's always going to be more you can learn. So don't get complacent and create space within your life, goals within your life. Maybe that is certifications. Maybe it is I'm going to read two books um, every month. Maybe that sounds crazy, but listening to books on um, Audible is very doable, right? While you drive, there's so many different ways that you can get knowledge in what you do so that when you speak and articulate, you just feel on a different level. And that's what we're trying to create because that does help you obviously to combat these voices. Hey, hey, I am dropping in here to remind you that marketing doesn't have to be this big, scary thing in your business. You probably didn't realize when you started your business that marketing would be so instrumental in actually making you money, right? I know, I've been exactly where you are. But now you know it is. In this uber digital age, there's so much to know. And that's why I created this podcast. But if you are ready for more, especially as it relates to creating content for your brand that gets you leads, I highly, highly recommend you check out our epic mini program, The Content Blueprints. Look, content marketing generates three times the leads and is 62% cheaper than other kinds of marketing. And you're going to learn everything you need to know to write, plan, and implement your content and your custom content strategy in the content blueprint. Look, it makes content easy, and that's why I created it. This isn't some long-winded coaching program. It's a one-day learn and implement strategy. So imagine where you could be in two weeks from now, two months from now. Check it out at katrinaaronson.com backslash content blueprint, or just click the link in the show notes. Okay, number three, we were just talking about confidence. We're going to go deeper on confidence. Focus on confidence building by focusing on your own personal growth. This has been obviously like a big topic within 
uh, I don't know, the self-help world, of course, but really within the business world in the last few years. And personal growth is key to being more confident and overcoming fears that we have. So creating a practice for yourself and not just saying you're creating a practice, really creating an individual practice that works for you to be able to focus on yourself. I'm not talking about going to the spa. I'm talking about doing the things that we know from neurological studies that will increase your confidence. So I'm going to tell you what works for me. It is different for everybody. You can play with some of these things. I just want to give you a jumping off point if you are new to this world. Okay. And creating this space, by the way, for myself is not something that is easy, but I do dedicate time every single day to doing either all of these things or at least some of these things. All right. Number one, and we have a list of five things here. So number one, meditation. Maybe you've heard me talk about this before because meditation is a really big deal for me. There are numerous studies out there that are tying meditation to mental health. And it's just the more we learn, the more we see how obvious this is. Neuroscientific research using MRI scans shows that meditation can actually lead to physical changes in the brain. Pretty cool. And those areas within the brain that are changing are related to attention, emotion regulation, and self-awareness. Okay. So those things, we can actually improve them when we regularly meditate. And I don't know about you, but when it comes to my business, when I can pay attention better, when I cannot feel anxiety, when I am self-aware, when I can plug into what is actually going on in myself, it helps everything within my business and my life, but your life is you know, your business is just a subset of your life. So whatever's going on in your life is going to be going on in your business. If you meditate for yourself, you're going to be able to grow in your business because you are regulating your emotions. You are giving yourself that space to be self-aware. Okay. That brings us to my number two, which is journal writing. Look, I've been writing in a journal since I was a kid. I swear by it. I've tried really hard to shove it down people's throat that I love and it doesn't work for everybody, right? But this is an incredible way beyond meditation to give yourself space again to really think about what you actually feel. Sometimes we're going through emotions and processing them. We don't create space for that. So we're just like mad all day. But you can process them within a journal, like being your own therapist. And I believe in therapy wholeheartedly. That's actually one of the numbers within here. But sometimes you don't need a whole therapy session. You just need to write it down. And yes, journal writing has been studied and again, shows connection with improved mental health and confidence. And that's what we're talking about. Number three is not going to be important to absolutely everyone, but intentional socializing. So I am a natural introvert. So I actually have to map out when I will be socializing and make that space for connecting with family and friends. We know, again, from neurological studies that the socialization part of our brain, when we don't, um, we don't nurture it, 
it is smaller. Physically, it is smaller. So we know it is part of what we need as human beings. So we want it to be bigger. How do we make it bigger? We, we intentionally create time for connection. And I know this seems like, oh, well, I'm always around people, but I mean connection, not just talking to someone. And you always feel better after connecting, whether that's like a phone call with a friend or getting on a Zoom with someone in that is a colleague, right? Like those are still connections and really connecting with them and asking them about how their holidays were and listening. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So now we're moving on to number four, which is therapy. I'm not going to go into the weeds on therapy. You know what that is. Um, it is about building confidence and really getting more clear on what you desire and then having someone externally to help you to understand those things on an even deeper level. Number five is a commitment to my body. So this is everything from what I eat to how I exercise that week. And I am not the person that's going to tell you that you need to exercise every day. I don't do that. And I don't wake up at 5 a.m. And I am like all about normalizing, not doing those things. But I do work out a few times a week and I pay attention to what I'm putting in my body. And again, I'm not going to preach about that. Like everyone needs to do what works for them. But I notice things within myself. Like when I don't eat sugar, my ability to focus is so much better. So if I have client work to do, I'm not eating sugar that day. And it all contributes to better performance and knowing how my body operates. And then that is directly tied to my self-belief. Okay. So look at how you want to practice these things. And if you are in the camp that's saying, I'm, I'm running myself ragged and I don't have time for that crap, then you're just making things way harder for yourself to be able to overcome those nagging voices. And by the way, what I'm talking about with that practice for myself is something that I really dedicate like 15 minutes a day to. It's not hours, right? That's not my whole life. So it can be a small thing within your life that you're just showing up for yourself. All right, number four. Number four of our whole list, not of our confidence list. We've already moved on to the next item. So number four is stop hanging out with people who make you feel like shit. So this one is actually harder than it sounds, I think. It is so easy when we hear people say, you are uh, a combination of the five people that you surround yourself with, right? And while those things are true, how do you actually change that? It's such a bigger task than we're making it seem. So I'm going to talk about it from a business perspective because I'm not a relationship expert, okay? From a business perspective, it is all about networking, putting yourself out there, and literally going to events in person. There are definitely networking uh, groups and um I mean, various groups within your area that you're able to do this. And if there are not, you can be the person that creates it. 
You want to meet more people. Ask people that you actually like that you met to go out for coffee or tea or, or get on a call. And here's what I will say. Expect that not everyone is going to say yes to your proposition, right? So I like to think of that as a numbers game because people are busy or people already have full lives and, and schedules. So I don't expect every person to have the space to do that. And that's okay, right? A business colleague of mine just had babies, two babies, and she doesn't have the space to do that. So if someone asked her to do that, go out for a coffee, she probably wouldn't be able to. And that's okay. But what I will say is, you know, creating that crew of people that are surrounding you that lift you up is not something that happens overnight. But if you're committed to that, you're going to build a better exterior world and then you're going to feel better about you, right? And I have definitely had to leave people behind and it is always hard. But I think being clear about, you know, what you actually want to do and not doing it from a place of anger, doing it from a place of, I want to feel really good within myself. I think hearing, um, I actually heard a quote it was in a it was in a TV show, and I don't remember the TV show. I should be giving them credit, but it was something along the lines of, "Not every relationship is meant to last forever, but that doesn't mean it wasn't good." Mm, I love that so much, and that's a lesson that, although from a TV show, is really something that took me a long time to internalize. And I think that um, not every friendship or relationship is serving you anymore, probably, right? Those are, there are some that are worth fighting for. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know, the answer deep down. And when you do surround yourself with people who are good for you, your confidence naturally builds. Okay. So now on to number five. And I think I saved the best for last here. Stop letting other people write your story. I'm going to say that one again. Stop letting other people write your story. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this. We're going to talk about it. So a lot of our self-belief is tied to our own experiences and thus our own internal stories, right? And yet we don't necessarily take the time to reframe those stories for ourselves. We let outside people, maybe that is our siblings, our parents, our friends, our previous colleagues, we let them share things about us that maybe don't ring true anymore, or maybe they never did. And you know what I'm talking about if you have been there. This can feel really crappy and maybe it makes you spiral for a whole day. How is that serving you? How is that serving your imposter syndrome? Well, it's definitely not helping you. So how do we attack this? 
take the time to write down and reframe your life story or your career story, whatever you feel like needs a reframe. Take that control back and then share that freaking story. And if you're like, wait, what? Where am I supposed to do that? That freaks me out. Okay. Awareness here. That is imposter syndrome right there rearing its useless head. You want to start by sharing the story that you have reframed with someone who you trust. Maybe that's a loved one. Maybe that's your spouse. Maybe that's your sister. And then you can put it out there on your about page on your website or maybe a podcast, you know, whatever you do currently. And then you go to the next place. This is an incredible tool to help you to believe in your in yourself and what you're doing in your own path. And it's incredibly empowering, incredibly empowering. So now you have five real tools that will absolutely help you in your imposter syndrome. And what I want to task you with is pick one or two that really spoke to you and then toss the rest out for now. Okay. You don't need to do all of these. Every single one of these will help you on this journey. I'd love to know which ones really spoke to you. Feel free always to reach out to me on Instagram. If you don't know my Instagram, it is in the show notes, but it's at Katrina Aronson underscore consulting. I want to thank, thank you so much for being here for today's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. I know that your time is very precious and I am grateful that you're spending it here with me. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a fellow entrepreneur and please, please give us a review wherever you listen to your pods. This little engine needs you and your five-star review <laughs> and we appreciate you taking the time to do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode and I'll just pop into your feed and we will continue to show up for you. See you next time.